0: Welcome back, guys, to another episode of What's You Take, the show where we tackle just about any topic we can get our filthy, grubby little hands on and give you, our listeners, our unfiltered, unapologetic opinions of said topics. As always, you're going to have myself here, Steve. You're going to have my brother, Chris. Hi. <laughs> you're going to have Sexy Spence. Howdy. See, now that's, that's, why are you so sad?
1: Yeah, no, man, it's fine. You guys didn't hear about. Did uh, your, did your what? pet
0: leave the room? <laughs> that hurt. I, I'm not going to lie. That was probably the best line you ever had. That, thanks.
1: I read it somewhere. You it was are, in my fortune cookie.
0: You're fantastic. Um, Chris, how are you doing today? I'm doing good. you doing good? Yeah. All right. Well, i got a topic for you guys today that I think you're actually really going to enjoy because this is right up your guys' <laughs> specific alley. And it's a question that I've heard kind of bounced back and forth a couple of times across different age groups, different types of players and people who do things in their time. Um and it's it's d Is it still relevant? Is it still a thing in 2021? Is it is it just kind of that thing that sits on grandpa's shelf and does nothing? Right? So like talk to me a little bit about this. I know you guys are both D&D players. I know you guys both love the game and you're I mean you're hardcore into it. I see you guys you get together on a on a weekly basis. I mean, you guys always seem stoked about it. Talk to me about it. Let the listeners Feel your passion. Spence, kick it off. No, I
1: actually think D D is still pretty <laughs> sorry. Anyway, I was being dramatic for dramatic purposes. Anyway. Uh no, I actually think D D is really relevant. Actually, if anything, I think it's growing more in po- popularity than it has before because like, you know, it's it the thing I love about D is it's not just like a bunch of nerds sitting in a basement eating funions and we don't know how to shower. That might happen, but it's not us.
0: So you guys know how to shower, but you sit in the basement and eat Funyuns. Yeah. Okay.
1: Yeah, Funyuns are amazing.
0: Funyuns are a must. (laughs) Yeah. If you you have no Funyuns, you do not enter.
1: Yeah, no kidding. Like... Was a text. Do do you even Um, (laughs) D&D? Wow. Anyway, (laughs) getting back on track here. Now, the reason it's so fun, though, is because, like, there's no limit to what can happen. And the problem... I don't really want to say problem, but like one of the biggest things though is like Whatever you want to happen can pretty much happen. It's just it comes down to a dice roll. And honestly, it just comes to creativity, how you use your spells, your weapons, your environment. It all comes down to like chance mixed with creativity, and it just it can't get boring, because the only thing that's limited is your imagination. And as weird as that sounds, and almost kiddish, it's I haven't had one issue where, like, someone started playing it, and they got bored. And then the polar opposites happen. Where once they actually, like, delve in a little bit, all of a sudden, next thing you know, they get fully submerged in it, and it's amazing. Mm -hmm. Actually, me and Chris play pretty much every week, if not every other week, and he's actually my dungeon master, and I don't say that in the kinky sense, but, you know... So, I mean, like, Chris went headfirst into it. I mean, like, he knows way more than me. I just like rolling shiny math dice.
0: Well, and that so, kind of begs the question, right? So you brought up... That's own own whole hobby. <laughs> it's true. Dice collecting
1: is a thing, and it's really consuming me.
0: So you, you, you mentioned that Chris is, is a dungeon master. So, I guess, Chris, what is that compared to, like, what is Spence, right? Like, yeah. is there different roles that you, as a player of the game, assume correct correct so
2: the dungeon master if so if you kind of imagine the it is a video game cuz i know that's a good frame of reference to you you're a gamer we're all gamers i like games you are Yu-Gi-Oh! your character is your character in the game okay so like ghost recon you're a nomad imagine you are a nomad okay that's your role okay my role is i am everything <clears throat> else I am the wind in the trees, I am the grass, I am the environment, I am your senses, I am the bad guys, I am the, uh, I adjudicate mean? the rules, like, can you jump Basically that? what
1: he's
0: saying is he is God with a little g. Yes. God with a little g? What do you mean you're my senses? Do I got like, a spidey sense or some crap?
2: No, no, no. You can. You can. uh, That's a
1: thing. It is. You can be Spider-Man. You want to be Spider-Man? You can be Spider-Man.
2: But I am also your general senses, too. So, like, if you tell me, Chris, I open up the the door to that tavern and I walk in, I will tell you, okay, you hear the faint sound of music accompanied with the roasting smells of of caramelized onions and beets with uh, roasted pig meat. You walk up to an oak-stained table and sit down and notice that it smells heavily of stained alcohol, and the room
0: is lit with a general din and about 15 people in it. So you're like the narrator. I am. Okay.
1: Storyteller.
0: Storyteller, gotcha. So as as a player goes through their adventure, quest, journey? Yeah. Okay, so you, you kind of... Their time alive. Their time alive. So you, do you... Is it, like, guided? Like, do you guide them through this, or... That's actually one of the best parts about this, is... He I... can set
1: up a whole story arc for us, and we can just fall and just
0: totally ignore it. <laughs> That's a nice story you built. There'd be a shame if someone yeah. ignored it.
1: Oh, yeah, no. I planned on them going to this town, and all this was gonna happen. Oh, well, we're not gonna go, and we're gonna go pick flowers in that field. Then he has to come up with something on a whim.
2: Which... Um, I I there are there is some methods of game mastering where it is more guided. Uh, modules, for instance, are like that. But I I build my own sandbox campaign. I build my world from the ground up. And You can
1: also be a spiteful one too, so like let's say we're talking and be an and just be like, Okay, cool, here's like four trolls that roll up.
2: I've never done that to you.
1: <laughs> he's lying, he's a piece of <laughs>
2: <laughs> I've never done that <laughs> to you. Okay,
1: sorry, it wasn't four trolls. It was three trolls and a <laughs> goblin. <coughs> oh, okay. F- <laughs> like, um, yeah, didn't she just ditch us in the ocean in the middle of f- nowhere? <laughs> yeah, after you attacked a queen. Yeah, well, she had it coming. Sure. We didn't attack her. She attacked us. Sure. Yeah, all right. Yeah, a- see how he rolls? I anyway. get it. Oh, yeah, I'm a merciful god. Okay.
2: <laughs> um, anyway, the... Um... Yeah, no, I'm their senses, I'm the narrator. And it is also my job as the DM, um like I said, I prefer sandbox style, which means I make the whole world, and then I drop things in the world that they can come across and find and they're linked to other things. So they may come across an artifact in this temple wherever they're wandering that connects to this villain who's doing this plot that they need to foil, and then when they're done with that, they might stumble across something else and something else and something else. It creates this sort of naturally organically driven uh, story of the companions.
1: And, like, coming from, like, the player's aspect of it, the reason why it becomes so, like, engulfing is, like, your character is yours. You you can customize and do anything you want to your character beyond what's even capable of any video game. You can change the skins, the colors, their skill tree. You can multi-class, tri-class... Your character is you in a virtual, not even virtual, like imaginative land.
2: It's if, it's engulfing if you want to play your character like that. And right. some some people might be like, and another reason people play is this: like, I'm kind of a timid guy. I don't like fighting, but I'm gonna make a rage-filled barbarian that loves to fight, right? Because I want to explore that headspace,
1: right? So, like, it's just a broad thing that like I can't see a class of people who wouldn't find that interesting. You want to be a musclehead? Be a barbarian. You want to be an assassin? Be a rogue. You want to be a magician? freaking wizard Take sorcerer. <laughs> yeah, like any magic spig. You know, archer, longbow, freaking spear, monk. Like, you name it, it's there.
0: And so from a lot of things that you guys have mentioned, a lot of the, the comments that you've made, and, and it, it seems like it's very uh, medieval, very fantasy-based,
1: it doesn't have to be. You can have modern day ones. There's home we've, brewing.
2: We've done sci-fi and modern.
1: Yeah, there's no limit. Like you look it up and it's there.
2: Yeah, there are like five E rules for guns yeah. and cars. I've and... even
1: seen Star Wars campaigns.
2: Oh, really? Yeah. Mm. Star That's Wars, interesting.
1: Call of Cthulhu, Lovecraftian,
2: like you name it. Well, Call of Cthulhu is its own system, and there is a Star Wars system. But I have seen people do D and D five E on those things yeah, there's, there's like also a, a lord of, the, of
1: like godzilla
2: like yeah there's a lord of the rings tabletop
1: yeah
2: interesting that has rules for playing in middle earth and stuff like that yeah that's interesting like
1: honestly we're not really doing it justice just because it's so broad it's hard to like categorize but like it's really in in cumbersome like you really you get attached to your character the development the story like, there's nothing cool about like trying to figure out a problem on a whim, and you're just hoping you roll the right dice. By the way, I have dice herpes. I roll like crap
0: 24 seven. So, what do you mean when you say dice? Like, when what do you mean by roll the the right thing for the dice? Like, I, I don't, I don't get that. And for maybe our listeners that don't know D and D, what do you mean? Because, like, Chris, you had mentioned that if a certain circumstance happens, like you know, having specific skills and the the right you know, reactions for it or whatever the case is. And then Spence, you mentioned just now rolling the right dice for a situation. What does that mean? I know what
2: this perfectly is an example of. I want you to describe doing something difficult to me.
0: Something that you, would,
2: you could do by yourself, but it'd be kind of difficult.
0: Uh, I'm not talking about,
2: like, picking up a car or anything
0: crazy. But, no, I was like, talking about you hanging a picture frame the right way. Oh, yeah. Well, <laughs> I can come up with something. If you cool. ever
1: see his freaking house, I swear to God. Yes. <laughs> Everything <laughs> is slightly crooked. Anyway. not, not to the, No, no, we're not off this now.
2: I mean, if you, you know, want me right, to do s- it there, I'll do it there. So to, to correctly use a level in this instance, generally I wouldn't make someone roll, but it would be like, I need to make an intelligence check, which is a stat that you have. You have five or six of them. There's intelligence, charisma, wisdom, dexterity, constitution, and strength. These attributes align with most people's abilities. So Steven, your ability to convince a board member to give you a raise would be your charisma persuasion skill.
0: Spence can have a raise. You have...
1: <laughs> rolled the dice.
2: Depending on how you've made your character, and like what race you took, and things like that, you get pluses and minuses. So, depending on how you made your character, you might have a plus four to persuasion. So then you roll a d20, the 20-sided die, you add that four and then sometimes another bonus, and that whatever you rolled plus that bonus is your total. The higher the number, the better. So if you roll a 15 on the dice and you got a plus 4 or 5, you got a 20. Which means that maybe you convince this guy. Because my job as the DM is to set a difficulty for this, for how hard it might be. Like, if you're asking the king to turn over his throne, he might just not do that. But if you're trying to convince that shopkeeper to be like, give me a discount, I might be like, yeah, that's average difficulty. Let's say 15. So then you roll the dice and see if you get above a 15.
1: Yeah. So like, let's say like I'm a rogue, right? So cool. Let's say I want to do a backflip off the table.
2: Acrobatics, dexterity.
1: Right. So then I'd roll the dice. If I roll like a two and I get like a five grand total...
2: You might end up bombing.
1: Yeah, and then I'll just face plant on the floor, and the guy who's about to stab me looks at me and laughs. But if I, like, land a 20 on that, I successfully do it. He's like, what? And then, you know, I throw a rapier through his face.
0: So there, there is a, a genuine sense of, unlike what we see seen in a lot of video games, where you are this perfect uh, assassin or soldier or knight or whatever the case is, there is room for... For that, I guess you could say, human element to that era, right. where you're not going to be perfect every single time. Like, mm-hmm.
1: let's say I want to go stealth and I only roll a six. Next thing you know, I'm hiding behind a very thin light pole. You know what I'm saying? Like, I mean, Or
0: your feet are sticking out from yeah, under the curtain. I'd say it works for Tom and Jerry. <laughs> right,
1: but you know what I mean? But if I roll a 20, I am Batman.
2: Or, like, You know what I always do when people roll 20s on stealth? You ever see that spy movie thing where, like, a car passes in front of them and then they're just gone? Yeah. That's what I do for 20s on stealth.
1: Yeah, like, all of a sudden a cart rolls by and you're just gone. (laughs)
0: Poof. Ninja.
2: But, yeah, so any situation that you can think of, it's my job as the DM to think of which stat that needs to go under. So, am I trying to force this door open? Well, that's your strength. Am I trying to... Pick a lock. Pick a lock? That's your dexterity, because it's your fine motor skills. And sometimes a, an argument can be, b- be made for another set. So, picking a lock. Could I use my intelligence? You've picked a lot of locks before. I don't see why I wouldn't let you use your intelligence. So it's a like, fair argument. Yeah.
1: Now, the thing is, too, like, if you get a crappy DM, not to say Chris is or anything like that, but if you get a crappy one, it kind of can make the... a little bit more difficult. Mm-hmm. But generally, the game itself—it's really just limited to your imagination. And mm-hmm. like I said, I didn't think I'd get like too too into it, but like, it's just fun. It's a good time. You meet up with your buddies, spend four or five hours, rolling dice and bull. <laughs> plus, the arguing is great because like when fantasy with the, physics, yeah, like plus when <laughs> you're with your team and stuff like that, it's great. Kind of like argue like what you should do next. Like we had one we were just talking about earlier today where we like ended up running a very successful business
2: yeah in like one of my older campaigns very successful yeah. actually. they set up like shipping lanes and had insurance for their people and and that was something that was decided of their like that was their they did that because th- they wanted to that wasn't objective they did that yeah to, we just did it to we make wanted money. more gold now we bought a bunch of cool stuff
1: and like yeah i mean literally we were buying boats like we had a whole shipping like company
0: and you let that happen
2: I mean, for a while, yes. <laughs>
1: yeah, we started making too much money. Then he's like, no. Oh, look, you guys got betrayed. No, it's fine. I'm not that kind
2: of DM. So,
0: I mean, it's something Only like...
2: Only to savage them with the loss of it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so then I is... let them
2: build themselves up so I could tear it down.
0: <laughs> is something like D&D, then, would you say it's mainstream? Or is it still kind of I think it's getting right? there. It's, it's
2: going through a renaissance. Because it was really popular when it first, first came out. Then the satanic panic happened. Yeah, everybody was like, D&D's the devil. And we're like, but it's just math. It's less devilish it's, than
1: Monopoly. It's literally math. Like, I'm so... Yeah, well, people get scared of math.
2: How many people did we... Never mind. Anyway. Yeah, it's just math. And so now that we're kind of getting Math's to that... scary. And we're also seeing a, a renaissance in the, the art form itself. People live streaming their games. People putting on productions of their games. And, like, say what you want about scripted d crack open any one of the 5th edition books. Most of them, maybe not the Monster Manuals, but, like, the the, uh, the DMG, the Player's Handbook, the, you know, the Tasha's Cauldrons, Xanathar's Guides. That's a cool. Those one. ones, they all have these crazy <laughs> charts. Steven, I could write you a best-selling novel by rolling on these charts and just writing stuff down.
1: Chris's favorite catchphrase is, everything's D&D.
2: Literally, everything is D&D. So, like, yeah, I get, like, some people who are like, oh, it's scripted D&D. I'm like, yeah, but it's still dope to watch. Right. Because these generators and these tools and these artistic minds that people have behind it is great. And as long as everybody's having fun, that's the goal of D&D. Well, like,
1: another cool thing, too, is, like, I was actually just reading this thing online. Uh, This dude had a pet familiar, or was a familiar, but it was a cat. Mm-hmm. So he literally designed a firing mechanism so his cat could have a gun.
2: Yeah, he, like, drew up the blueprints and everything. He drew up
1: the blueprints, and he's like, if I, like, at to the DM, he's like, if I were to bring this whole blueprint for a functioning gun that works for a cat to, like, let's say a leather worker and a, then a blacksmith, would it be possible? He's like, try and convince him. We're all good. Next thing you know, you got a cat with a Glock. So... <laughs> You know what I'm saying, like, and the thing is too, like a lot of DMs too that are really nice is like your own creativity can help influence their sway too. Like you put thought into it, I can't see why this wouldn't work. So I'll let it slide if you can find a leather worker and you roll good enough to convince them to do it, and you have the cash in hand.
2: Right. <clears throat> it it
1: it's are they ever elusive the favor?
2: The, yeah, the favor. Uh, it's very much, and it's a good exercise in yes ending. Not a problem. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. We'll we'll figure something out. You can do that.
0: Interesting. 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 So I mean, I guess to, to wrap this one or to come to a close on this particular one, then what are your guys' respective favorite moments in your your time playing D D? Obviously, I can imagine there's a lot of them. I was but, gonna say But I mean like uh, what is the Are we are we talking playing or DMing? I mean, either, I guess. Um, I, I mean, if you've both DM'd and you have a specific memory being a dungeon master, hit it. I mean, otherwise, as playing, I mean, I don't care. What, what memory sticks out to y'all? Spence? Dude, my favorite was... All right, first off, Kristen let
1: me do it completely. Sorry. It's okay. The time with the druid where we had that five-year hiatus and I was a high-level druid and I wanted to make an entire freaking forest of Ents
2: oh yeah 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 you to awaken the forest
1: yeah I, I tried to summon an entire forest to forge
2: battle i mean but yeah you had the rock off with the dragon though
1: i did that was pretty sweet you had
2: some tenacious d yeah huh. uh <laughs> yeah some of these games <laughs> that get wild, was actually dude. pretty gnarly uh it, angels come down from heaven rule earth oppressively that was yeah
1: oh that was a good one um Dude, that vampire one we just did was gnarly as hell. Mm-hmm. We took our entire vampire den by pulling down the entire top of a boat and scorching them alive.
2: They were sleeping in the, in the hold. Then we oh. interrogated the trapped one. Yeah, yeah. Like I said, it, yeah, you're it's the pretty good. You're the good guys. We're the good guys. <laughs>
0: there are quotes.
2: But um, I have to say, my favorite moment as a player it was in one of our mutual friends' games. I was playing a uh, sort of witch hunter type character. I was a, uh, Oh my, I think I, I was a hexblade warlock and I was part um, cleric or I was part paladin. I do want to emphasize though, real fast. Sorry to cut you off. Chris knows so much D D
1: when he actually plays his characters become OP as <laughs> like, sorry. dude, he just knows how to blend <laughs> them to the point where you're like, how are you level three? And you just took out that. Meantime, I'm sitting here with like a little pea shooter, like taking out like a freaking like, I don't know, I was goblin, like looking at me weird.
2: Yeah, so to that end, some of the some of the bigger nerds out there will get this little tirade I'm about to go on. But he was a he was a hexblade warlock and he took some levels in uh cleric or paladin, one of the other took cleric. Took took levels in I think it was cleric, cleric. Yeah, yeah, because yeah, I remember how messed up this was when I did it. We were being hunted by a hag an ancient evil demon hag who kind of like ruled the region.
1: Hags suck.
2: Yeah. Hags suck. And she came out of a portal to taunt the party. And I don't know if I was having a bad day that day, or if I was just like over this hag. So I told the DM, I was like, I charge up branding smite, my third level spell, which does a bunch of extra damage when I hit something. Um, and then I told him that I load a special piece of ammo called the demon slaying arrow. Cause my guy was an archer. The Demon Slaying Arrow does an a** load of extra damage when it hits a certain target. demons. So then I loaded up the Branding Smite, the Demon Slaying Arrow, and then I used my Sharpshooter feat uh, to do extra damage, and then I also poured on the... I believe I poured on the Grave Cleric's ability to double damage on the next hit that gets taken, and then I rolled a natural 20 to hit.
1: Which is critical, which does what, Chris?
2: Double damage. So I did quadruple damage... On a demon slaying smite bow against a boss, and I one shot smoked her. A-
1: yeah, like I,
2: <laughs> the DM was all like
1: jacked up, like here comes the big battle. Then Chris was just like, not today, and Robin Hood his
2: ass. <laughs> yeah, it was like like a nuclear bomb went off, and we were just like,
1: <sighs> yeah, it, <laughs> like again, if you had to be there. But it was just like, "Are you freaking kidding me?" Yeah, I wasn't
2: expecting to, to to ice that. I was honestly, I was expecting to piss her off so we could run away. Yeah, or, then you just iced a like, like completely iced her. Uh, that was my favorite player moment. My favorite DM moment, though, was setting up the betrayal of Barnabas for you guys. You.
0: <laughs> Spence is not happy about that. No, no, he wrecked our successful business.
1: We just spent, like, okay, first off, straight up, like, we actually, this was one of the first successful things I've ever done. I had a functioning business, okay? So, yeah, one, it was awesome, and we were making buttloads of money.
0: He was also your old war buddy. Yeah,
1: oh, yeah, I know. Ladies it's and like gentlemen, a, yeah, no, Sexy
0: like, Spence does not get uh heated very often, and I'm, I'm ready no, to pour I'm some water I'm the master of
1: freaking zen.
0: Because okay. F-
1: this guy yeah this no is, for real this i is fucking pissed this me guy up.
2: that made him like
1: this <laughs> yeah no exactly there's like four. so freaking <laughs> successful business is going good i'm all happy i have tons of money i could buy a kingdom with how much money i have i don't know if you know what that means in D&D, but that that's f- you money so then all of a sudden chris is like oh look a hail of arrows takes you out and we're like what then we all start falling me being my little druid ass Wow, what was it, like a hawk or pigeon or some shit? I think it was
2: like a giant eagle.
1: Yeah, oh yeah, it could turn into giant ones at the yeah, time. Yeah,
2: because I, I think you tried to catch a couple people on the way down. Yeah,
1: yeah, never mind. I switched my thing. I turned into the majestic eagle that I am.
0: I, I liked the idea of him turning into this little pigeon. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> ah,
1: whoop! Yeah, right, no. Majestic evil, eagle. Anyway, so then, freaking, I'm trying to catch people. We're all falling to our, like, essentially demise. And then, freaking, he's just like, ha 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 ha. Your entire company's... <laughs>
2: you. I mean the main point wasn't the company though from his perspective that was DM ulterior motive what it was is oh no
1: that's why I'm mad you <laughs> look to me square in the eye and you're like F-
2: you Barnabas's reasoning though was is that you were all inadvertently helping the oppression of its people so he had to systematically eliminate you
1: listen I know why you did it Don't don't put Barnabas in the front of this you're like oh yes yes they're successful now. We shall tear them down. Did you also, like, get rid of all of our money, too? Uh, I didn't get rid of all of it, but you lost a good chunk of it. Like Yikes. 90% when you say good chunk. Yeah. Yeah. Like <laughs> More, 90.
0: wartime oceans, buddy. Yeah, no, I get it. I understand. We're, we're, we're done. But before these two <laughs> jump over the table and start fighting, we're going to go ahead and wrap <laughs> that one up there. Guys, as always, we look forward to your feedback. We would love to hear you your... <laughs> like, fight night nice. so pissed. The fight I've night better <laughs> fight nice ladies you're both pretty um we'd love to hear you guys' feedback we would love to hear you guys' suggestions for future topics please send an email over to what's take at yahoo.com again that's what's your take at yahoo.com and until next time peace oh.